From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode... I stopped watching the Pro Bowl when they pulled it out of being in Hawaii every year. (laughs) Rams versus Cool Joe Burrow and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Clint, what's, what's the pick? Let's go. But no, they're the Washington Commanders. I'm not surprised. Austin, myself, and our uncle uh, all FaceTime and watch the Book of Boba Fett together every week. I know we sound like a bunch of losers. Speaking of John Favreau, big fan. Everybody is, of course. What's your favorite acting role? Ti, another underrated actor. Federal prison sentence in Arkansas. Joining the inaugural episode of the Walk on Water Boys podcast, uh, just what the world needed, another podcast from three cisgendered white males in their 30s. I'm Austin, Clint, Addison are here with me. I am here. All right. Woohoo. So a little bit about the podcast. We're, we're here to talk about anything and everything, music, sports, TV, movies, woodworking, Clint's obsession with... Uh, 1970s Chinese water paintings. It's, it's about anything. <laughs> Is 1970s Chinese water paintings a thing that I'm not aware of, Clint? Can you tell me more about that? <laughs> uh, that's on my other podcast. Oh, so you'll have to tune into that one. That's the specialty podcast. That's the specialty podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was trying Makes to do some sense. cross podcast promotion for you, but we'll just leave it alone. <sighs> a- anyway uh pro bowl happened this past weekend so how many of you guys sat down and watched the entirety of that yeah i definitely did not <laughs> yeah i definitely didn't i don't think i watched one second of it yeah i didn't either really? i didn't watch, I any, I didn't watch any of it if you count uh i did watch the hunter infro catch highlight. oh god here we go if you count that a highlight so, so they didn't even tackle this year which was i mean I don't know if it's surprising, but I say, I uh, much, well, they blew the whistle, wasn't it? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't. They didn't. Touchdown, but they blew a whistle or something, and because well, he was well, that's what I'm saying. They did. Explain tackle. to me what you're talking about. Well, apparently Addison literally did not watch any of the Pro Bowl. I really did. I told of, you I didn't. <laughs> they would run the ball, throw the ball, catch the ball, whatever. As soon they were, as soon as they would they come to a defender, ball. as soon as they would come to a defender, and the defender would go to wrap up or either touch them, they blew it dead. So they didn't take anybody to the ground. Even wide receiver so, and running backs? Yeah, nothing. Wow. So it was just a big game of flag football with or touch football, really. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so tired of the Pro Bowl. I love all the things that have always surrounded the Pro Bowl. And then well, years like ago. Competition and stuff. Yeah. I stopped, I stopped watching the Pro Bowl when they pulled it out of being in Hawaii every year. Because you're such a really, fan. That, and, that's what yeah. That's what kept you tuned in, was watching well, so, the game in Hawaii. Not so like you were going there, but just watching it. Like, oh, so, man. It Look was, at that. I mean, 
it wasn't i mean it's not a normal stadium that everybody's in every single season it's a whole different thing it's in hawaii they do all the different like they did the they used to do the uh the sand uh touch football and like uh, the beach touch football like yeah i like the celebrities the celebrity flag football game yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, they there was a lot of stuff like y'all were saying. There was a lot of stuff that surrounded it. I was, that made I was, it. I was waiting to ask. It was a whole different country. It was just everything was different. <laughs> no, I I loved all the stuff they did. I mean the the dodgeball thing was fun this past what they did that last year. I don't know if they did yeah, this I think year they or not. Did last year. Um, I, I think I don't even think they should have a Pro Bowl game. I think you fly everybody out to Hawaii who made it. Give them a nice dinner. They deserve the recognition, right? Do it almost like, almost like a, a sports award show. Do it like an NFL award show. Give them a nice dinner, uh, and then do some You're kind really of about this nice dinner. Guys yeah, are making seven dude. figures. You think they're really all they're really, all about? They, they, nice they deserve nice it. Dinner? They deserve it. But make it as some kind of like uh, charity event. And I'm sure they give back to the to the community and do things with kids during the week. But just I think they should make it predominantly about that. Just taking these these guys who deserve the recognition, recognize them, do an award show, and then and then give back to the community. Put on clinics, put on uh, different kind of things for kids. I think that's the way to go. Nobody gets hurt. There's no chance of anybody getting hurt, and we don't have to sit through three hours of touch football. It's I don't know. It's ridiculous. Did, did you have to sit through the three hours? I mean, somebody Addison sat I through. It. Clearly, somebody sat not to through sit it. through the three hours. Somebody, <laughs> there was someone who sat through three hours of Austin. touch football. Austin sat there for three hours. If football's on, I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah. I don't know, man. I think it needs to. It needs to change. It seems like it's going that way. It's just steadily. It, it seemed like it's going the opposite way. I mean, no. I mean, the game is just steadily decreased from an actual football game. Yeah, I guess. Uh, just just having played different sports that aren't football, having played soccer. I think that would be great. Yeah, That's, I'm, I, I'm, I'm down. Like this, I'm I, down I, for I that. Just add to the you know the fun stuff like asking some about the celebrity, like flag football game, and then the dodgeball thing was pretty cool, and then do the um, uh, like the skills. Just add more stuff to the skills. Now I used to love the skills challenge that they that they would do, where they'd have like the quarterbacks compete against each other, and like like I always used to love watching that. Like that was better than that, watching. But the it's game. like it's wide res- wide receivers throwing. Like they had um, Hunter Renfro going against Jamar Chase. Oh, dude! You say Hunter Renfro one more time. <laughs> and Jamar Chase didn't hit a single target the entire time. I'm like, why are they doing this? Why not let the quarterbacks throw? Why do I care if the rookie of the year can wide receiver can complete a pass? Let the quarterbacks throw. That has been Clint's motto since day one. Yes. Let the quarterbacks throw. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Super Bowl 56 coming up out of they're in Las Vegas, right? Yes, they are. No. All right. So they're not in Las Vegas. (laughs) I don't. Is something that's where the so, Pro Bowl was. Oh, Pro Bowl was in Las Vegas. That's what it was. They're in LA. Yeah. Okay. LA. Austin Super Bowl 56. Up. Hold on. Austin is still huh. shook up from the beatdown that he got in our our Madden league 
Super Bowl that happened a few nights ago. Mm. Go ahead and mm. write that down for us. Something like nobody a- wants to hear about or care about. Um, <laughs> it was Addison a sham. It. It I was hear a about sham. it. It's in Hawaii. Addison's game. <laughs> it was a sham. You cheated. We all know you have cheat codes. Uh, <laughs> Every single season. Oh, it's my it's a rebuild year. Whatever, Clint. Anyway, back to real life. Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles, California. Uh, <laughs> that one. Who, who, yeah, that, that's yeah. the one. That's what the are one. we thinking? Rams versus Cool Joe Burrow and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Clint, what's what's the pick? Let's go. Man, straight into the prediction. Straight into the pick. I would, I would probably go with the Rams, mainly because that defensive front and Aaron Donald. Uh, Joe Burrow is getting sacked like eight, nine, ten times a game. And he's about to face the best defensive lineman in the NFL. Uh, so I would lean towards the Rams, although I think it'd be pretty cool to see the uh, the Bengals the Bengals pull it off. I'm, I'm literally I'm I'm happy either way with whoever wins because you got Matt Stafford. Because you're a fan the of the Lions. NFL. No, there's years where there's a team that I don't want to win. Oh, he's a fan of the commish. I mean, let's just put yeah. that out there. Yeah, I'm the one guy during the draft that cheers. That's right. The one guy guy in the corner is just like, God, I am so glad that man is running this organization. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, No, but I I like the Rams, um, but it'd be cool to see the the Bengals win. And like I said, Matt Stafford winning the Super Bowl the first year away from the Lions. Yeah, that was my question. You you like the the elite quarterback status of Matthew Stafford coming coming out of Detroit? He just likes the heartache that he's going to cause Detroit. In case you folks, uh, all you, you know, hundreds of millions of listeners that we have, in case you didn't know it, uh, Clinton hates the city of Detroit and everyone who's ever been associated with it. Hates it. Hates them. Oh, is that the Detroit and Michigan Addison or is, is that one? That's, that's, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe Austin can tell us what state that one's in. That's funny. Funny, guys. Addison, here's a little trivia for you. Uh, random pop trivia question. I'm not going to know the answer. To this Matthew question. Stafford went to what college? Easy. Oh, well, I do know that he went to Georgia. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sort of start off, that. start off the season with you for uh, uh, an easy question. That's a win for me. Watch out. All right, Addison, go ahead with uh, your prediction. Let's see. So uh, as he as he Google's Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so dad and I actually were talking about this earlier today and I feel very similar to the way Clint feels. I think that it all comes down to, to the LA, uh, the defensive line, the defensive front. I think that Burrow has been, you know, obviously I think, was it nine sacks? Was it last week or two weeks ago? Well, two weeks ago, but a lot, a lot of sacks. Yeah. So a lot of sacks. So, um, I think it, it all, for me, I think comes down to whether he can stay healthy. I mean, that the offensive line hadn't been able to protect him. You've got a really impressive defense up front for L.A. I think if he cannot get injured, I think they're going to end up pulling it out. I've been very impressed by him. Um, I wasn't so impressed when he was at LSU. I think Wait he was a, a good – So you're so – you're... You're saying Cincinnati. Oh, I, I was under the assumption you were saying L.A. the whole time you were talking. No, 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 no. I'm saying 
Cincinnati gets the win as long as Burrow can go and without getting injured. I think that he is going to get hit a lot and he's going to get hit hard. And I think if he cannot get injured, I think they pull the win out. I've, I, and you know, when he played for LSU, I thought he was a great quarterback. I think that he did good things, but he wasn't a quarterback that I looked at at LSU and said, Hey, that's the next star in the NFL. Uh, he was, you know, good. And I figured he'd get to the NFL and he'd be second string quarterback for a year or two. And then he'd, you know, be a first string quarterback. He'd pull out some, uh, some wins, but I didn't, I didn't see him being an all-star coming out of LSU. He has done really, really impressive things, especially over the past couple of weeks. I think he pulls out the victory as long as he cannot get hurt. I disagree. I like Joe Burrow, but I, I, I don't know. I, I agree with the everybody's take on the defense a lot of the Rams or their defensive front, right? You got Vaughn Miller, Leonard, uh, Leonard Floyd, you got Aaron Donald. I just don't see – I don't see how Cincinnati's offensive line can, can contain that. Cincinnati's pass block win rate was number 30 in the NFL, and L.A.'s – uh, pass ru- pass rush were eight was number one. Hey, wait a minute, Clint. Didn't he just give me a hard time about googling stats? And I didn't Google anything, but I can guarantee you, he just Googled all that. He he's allowed to. Uh, that to was th- that's called prepping for our, what we're talking about. On the show. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was just making fun of you, just not knowing anything about what's going on in the world of sports. That's what I was well, doing. It, well, it's like really, it comes back to what we all just said. The Rams have the best defensive front, defensive pass rush, pass rush in the NFL. It's hard to say fast. If you... it is. Pass rush. <laughs> and the Bengals have the worst, or one of the worst. One of the worst, yeah. And it's proven out here in the playoffs. And it's only going to get tougher in the Super Bowl for them. I said, does defense win championships? Is that is that what everybody always used to tell me? Is it true? It's Silence. More and more, it's become more and more of an offensive league, but I just don't see how that offensive line is going to hold up against the Rams' defensive front. I don't, and I don't think they can. I think that what it comes down to is whether, not whether he can avoid getting hit or avoid getting sacked, because he, I don't think he can. If he can avoid getting hurt, I think he can pull out a victory. I mean, they gave up nine sacks to was it the Chiefs, right? And are the Chiefs? Austin, Mr. Stat guy over there. I mean, where do the Chiefs rank in past? There, I think they they probably fall in your top fifteen. I don't think it's anything yeah, crazy middle impressive. Of the road. Yeah, yeah. Like middle of the pack. So yeah, nothing impressive. Yeah, I say that when we go back and check, they'll be number two. <laughs> but I don't know. So Vegas has L.A. at minus four and a half. Clint, give us give us a score. LA minus four and a half. I'd go 27 20 Rams. Addison? Uh, 21 17 Bengals. You know, one thing, Austin, before you say yours, uh, sure. one thing I w- I'm interested in watching is the Rams have Jalen Ramsey, the best corner probably in the league. Uh huh. And you've got the the duo of wide receivers with the Bengals of T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. So I'm very interested in seeing what they do with Ramsey to see who they're going to line him up against the most. Jamar Chase. 
Yeah, and, and it's basically that's what the Bengals are doing. If you take away Jamar Chase, you've got two yeah. Higgins over there, and he's going to put up 150 and a touchdown on you. So and do he, you do you think you you one on one chase with Ramsey and then try to double team Higgins? I don't know. I'm just I, I would know. say I mean, D, Jamar D Chase, coordinator D coordinator Clint. Yeah, I mean Jamar Chase is more of your big play receiver. So if you want to limit those plays and make the Bengals have to protect longer, that's what I would do. I'd put Ramsey on Jamar Chase and then yeah. uh, and then trust my pass ru- pass rush. <laughs> That's rush to get off to get off. Uh, this this more week's episode happen. of Walk on Water Boys, we try to say pass rush. <laughs> uh, all right, I got I got Rams winning thirty-two to twenty-seven. I think it remains a close game, just like the majority of the playoffs. This has been one of the most exciting playoffs that no, I've ever seen. It's been yeah, insane, it's been crazy, it's been crazy, it's been great playoffs, great playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, Washington football team. Because those it's opposite day, because those two things go together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the 80s and early 90s. <laughs> Clint, resident Washington football team fan. Uh, the the name chain was announced. Name change was announced this past week. So, what do you think about your new Commodores? What are they? Commodores? Not commanders? The Commodores. They're not the Commodores. <laughs> the Commanders. The they're the, they're the uh, Commanders. Although they play as good as the Vanderbilt Commodores a lot of times. But uh, but no, they're the Washington Commanders. I, I, I'm not surprised. They went with a very generic, safe pick, and I obviously <laughs> my hopes of going with um, going with the Red Hogs or Hogs uh, because they kept talking about you know we're not going to forget our past. We're going to tie in the history of the franchise. But, sure, logically, you know, Commanders, and that. Uh, that obviously would have accomplished that with the Red Hogs or Hogs, um, but they just went out with the Commanders. But the, the, what it's going to boil down to is how fast can the team win? Obviously, the yes. younger generation of fans, they won't know any different, but the the Redskins fans would <laughs> – it's going to take some time to adjust, um, but the faster they win, the faster that adjustment happens. I, I personally, the name is growing on me. When it first came out, I was like, that's kind of dumb. But like, it's growing on me a little bit. I kind of like it. I think it's, is it a safe pick? Absolutely. But, I mean, you know, after all the controversy they went through, everything they dealt with, and, you know, the need to change the name, I think that the safe pick is the right pick. You do something that you know you're not going to catch, you know, and you might people have people say they don't like it, but you're not going to have people, you know, picking it outside your outside your stadium. I, do, I didn't hate it when it came out. I was kind of give and take on it. The more I hear it, the more I, you know, see it, you know, brought into conversation when people are talking about the team, the more I kind of like it. I think it's going to grow on me, continue to grow on me. I think the best, <laughs> the best thing I've seen was uh, somebody had, had posted a, a meme or, some kind of picture of uh, Cobra Commander as the uh, new mascot, which I love. I think that's uh, they should lean into that. Now that's funny. I'm on board with that. The Washington Cobra Commanders. Now, I do like I do like the helmets. I do. I, I'm I'm a big into 
helmets in football, and I, I really like I really like the I really like the look. really really big in the helmets. I like to wear one around the house. No, I mean I like you know like college football. I think it's cool. You know all the the, the different helmets in college football. The NFL they don't really there's not too many great looking helmets in the NFL, but the I, I do like I like that they went with a W instead of making up some kind of ridiculous looking commander's logo and putting it on the helmet so i did it, that i think was a good call um and it it keeps you because i mean football team on their uniforms and everything else really does end up being a placeholder where you're not changing the entirety of what your brand was when you've changed away from redskins mm -hmm. you still have that same scheme that same look yeah. you've just replaced the name yep. which i think was a smart move well, at least we won't have to deal with uh, another issue like the Cleveland Indians did, where they Guardians. changed it. Say again? The Guardians? Yeah, whatever. There's a, a women's roller derby team already called the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, now how much this is true, uh, apparently they were really looking at going with the Wolves or the Red Wolves. And they were pretty far down that path, but apparently the Minnesota Timberwolves have like everything under the sun with wolves trademark, basically. Mm. I thought they might get pushback from the gray wolf community and they decided to fold under the the actual gray wolves were gonna pick it. Yeah. You can never be too careful these days. Not a ton of commanders out there that are upset. Austin, what did you want the name to be? I'm sure I should care less. I, if if there ever was a time that I was rooting for Washington to win the Super Bowl, it was when they had the football team as their name. I wanted that to be on the Lombardi Trophy. I, Washington I'm not football team. I thought that would have been the greatest thing. Yeah. Then you would have to stick with it, right? You win a Super Bowl, you can't change it the next year. That was that was my dream. I wish that I did. Over the Falcons well, the Super Bowl. No, I, I, I'd rather see the Washington football team win the Super Bowl than the Falcons. I still stand behind the fact that I don't really like that their placeholder was football team. Like, I feel like you could have done something. Like, it's just, uh, just don't like it. It's a non-issue now, but still. Switching gears here, moving over into television. You guys, I assume you guys have been watching the uh, – book of boba fett i have you you assume correctly because we watch it together oh i was talking about clint oh, okay and clint in case you weren't aware so uh austin myself and our uncle uh all facetime and watch the book of boba fett together every week God, we sound like a bunch of losers so what the hell i would i would have kept that to myself i wasn't going to share that with the, everyone here i love it this uh besides the fact that this is gonna be my last podcast with y'all explain explain to me the only reason this is his last podcast is because he's sad that he's not included on the facetime well i got well I've, i gotta pay more attention to the uh 1970s uh chinese art podcast that i have that also, uh, water know. water art sir <laughs> okay no explain to me how this works do you just point the the camera at your face while you watch it we really don't even use the camera. Just kind of as it's sitting there, we we comment as we watch it. 
So basically, we could really be on the phone. No point in FaceTime. The FaceTime itself is really pointless. You could literally just do a, okay. It could just be a, a, a group phone call, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, we, it is, man. we've been watching every week. I mean, I've I've loved it so far. I think that uh, it's had the there's well, there's been some there's been some criticism for some different things that happened. I think that the biggest <laughs> the biggest issue is the best episodes of the season so far have been the ones that didn't include Boba Fett. The last two, the last two episodes. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, it is what it is, but Boba Fett's always been my favorite Star Wars character. Um, yeah, big Boba sounds, Fett fan. So that, that leads me to a question then. That's perfect. Yes. Because my thoughts on it is Boba Fett was always, you know, even though he didn't have a huge role in the original Star Wars, he was always one of the coolest characters. And to me, this series has taken some of that away from him. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. I think that one of the reasons he was one of the coolest characters is because there was so much mystery around who is he, where did he come from, you know, what does he do? But the fact that he got killed off or supposedly killed off like he did at the end of Return of the Jedi was kind of a letdown, you know? I mean, he's this awesome, badass character and he uh, got killed because because uh, somebody turned around and hit him in the back and, and fell into a hole um so i i think that it takes away some of the mystique but at the end of the day honestly i, I think that i like having you know canon story of what happened that he was able to get out um and actually following you know his path into where the story led is has been interesting i think that it's not nearly as good of a series as the Mandalorian was, mm-hmm. um, which is, I mean, even more blatantly obvious when you see that the last two episodes had Boba Fett in them for like two minutes collectively. And those were the best two episodes of the season so far. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I mean, I've, I've liked it a lot. I think that it's, it's definitely given him his backstory and kind of wrapped or started to wrap up his arc very well. And you say he got, knocked in the Sarlacc pit by someone turning around and hit him in the back. This series has proven he's not that great in hand-to-hand combat. So it kind of was justified <laughs> in the film. He, eh, it's fair. <laughs> the, fa- the, fact that, the fact that the reason why he supposedly died um, was because Han Solo was blind and turned around and like, yeah, if he wouldn't have turned around, he would would have killed everybody. But you know, Han Solo turned around, and he fell in a hole. <laughs> John Favreau created the series. I think he directed. Did he direct most of these? I know he did Mandalorian. He's done some of them. He's directed yeah, some of them. Um, he's written most the majority. Robert Robert Rodriguez has directed a bunch of these. He did the one with that ridiculous. I don't know if you call it a car chase, speeder oh, chase. Oh, was that not the worst? Horrible. Oh, the God. entire time I was watching it, the only thing I could think about was Back to the Future. I, that was the worst. I didn't. I didn't series. care for that. I didn't care for that. But that that part also, of that episode could have not been there. And I've been I fine. also did not care for the the gang on their 1950s style scooters and all the pastel colors. I thought that was kind of a weird choice. Oh, that was that was my biggest issue with the whole thing so out of place 
yeah i don't know i definitely didn't care for that that <laughs> that uh i think we have to car chase have to question though since y'all facetime i'm assuming y'all are all caught up we have to ask the question does grogu aka baby yoda choose the lightsaber are we just giving spoiler alerts away huh hey, hey if you're listening to the podcast you should, we're you should know. You should know. We've been talking about football for the first hour. You should know that this question is <laughs> going to come up. Yeah, I mean, we just started talking with the Mandalorian. How do you not bring this up? Because that's Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go ahead. Disclaimer, spoiler alert. Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> spoiler alerts ahead. Ass protection. Okay. You have to put that into the, into the start of the episode <laughs> yeah. so everyone knows. So, anyways, so what do you, what do you think? What do you think he chooses? I just think it's uh, just kind of a uh, D-bag move to make him choose. Yeah. Like, let, yeah let, Luke. The guy, let the guy have the armor. Let, let the little guy be Why protected. can't he have both? You can, <laughs> you either, you can, you can either be uh, offensive or you can uh, not die. Those are your options. Uh, you can't do both. I assume he chooses the armor, but I hope he doesn't. I think that for the story arc of the Mandalorian to be continue to be as successful as it has been, I think he has to choose the armor because I think that I think and I think Disney in general and Favreau and everybody else that's associated with the show would be really hurting themselves if they don't include him in the Mandalorian moving forward. Uh, what I want him to do is force choke Luke and then take both of them and go back. And be in the Mandalorian. <laughs> so, so I, I have, so I have. This is my hope, and I, it's a, what I predict is going to happen. Because Disney is going to want to, basically, just like Marvel, just expand this universe and have as much of it as they can. I think what's going to happen. So, my, I'm pretty sure I'm correct in understanding that this is taking place between episode six and episode seven. Correct. I think Grogu is going to choose the lightsaber. And then at some point, maybe after next season, or at some point of the Mandalorian, there's going to be another series that is titled something like the Jedi Academy or whatever. And it's going to be Grogu in, you know, in Jedi training. So we get to see all those children slaughtered. Well, who that would bring. Awesome. Who that would get, who that would bring in is a young Kylo Ren. Watch out. Who's this guy? Somebody get this guy to Hollywood. So, so you've got the Mandalorian can continue if they choose to, but, or you could just lead it right into you know, Grogu leading into his own series with, you know, whatever they label it, name it, Jedi Academy or whatever, you know. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. I just, I don't know if, and I mean, not that Disney doesn't have money, but are they willing to shell out the money to do multiple seasons of a show that you're going to have to have a CGI Luke Skywalker? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I will say this. I'll say, I'll say this. 
the CGI, I thought the CGI for Luke Skywalker at the end of Mandalorian season two was not bad. Like it was, it happened and I was like, I can tell it's CGI, but it's really good. But like these last two episodes of uh, Book of Boba Fett, that CGI, like I really, you can't tell that's not an actual person. Like I was very, very impressed by the level of CGI to make it look like Mark Hamill got 30 years younger and played that role. Yeah. Well, I mean, they wouldn't even have to have him in every episode, you know? I mean, there's that side character that was around in the last episode. I can't remember her name. You know, she can be there, help train him. Whoever, I mean, I don't know what story they'll bring. I'm sure they were bringing other characters that can help train besides Luke Skywalker. Well, yeah, but she won't train because she's not a Jedi anymore. She left the Jedi Order. Yeah, it's a sulk. She's uh, she's got her own series. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's my what I want to happen and and my and my prediction that it will happen. Just you need to I get an email to out try to, to cash in with another series. Get an email out to Fabro quick. Got to get this thing planned out. Uh, hey John, I got an idea for you. Knowing him, he's probably already thought of that. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the first person we're gonna reach out to and see if he wants to come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably get him for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's not doing too much. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. John Favreau on the next episode. Heard it here first. <laughs> uh what a guy. What a guy, John Favreau. Big fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. Big fan. <laughs> so we're gonna take this clip this and send it to him. Send it to his agent. <laughs> right. Hey, we got it. I think that's all it takes. <laughs> that's it. That's all it that's takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> Uh, what's okay? So let me ask you this. Speaking of John Favreau, big fan, everybody is, of course. What's your favorite acting role of John Favreau? Now you got to think. There's a lot of them and a lot of small ones. Yeah, the rich cage fighter on Friends. Pete, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, Pete. Pete was awesome. <laughs> was hilarious in that. <laughs> that's my favorite role. Oh uh, yeah, that was yeah. that was, and it was actually fighting in the UFC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I loved him as a uh, uh, middle linebacker, Danny Bateman, on oh, Christmas. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that, that was, was a good one. That was him good. and Faison Love was uh, one of the defensive linemen. I or, don't care. No, I think Faison Love was an offensive lineman. I can't really think of uh, any roles he's had that I haven't liked him in. I like his. I like the the one reoccurring role he does, where he's like the the standoffish boyfriend of one of the side characters, or like you know the the brother in law, where okay. he's just kind of yeah. He's always perfect for that. I think it's Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. Yep. Yeah, where he plays the brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But have you have you all had an opportunity? Tim McGraw's in that movie. Another That's true. Underrated actor. Tim McGraw's in Four Christmases. Yeah, yeah, he's the other brother. He's the other brother. That's right. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the other brother. brother. Yeah, that's right. That is right. But are any of y'all watching eighteen eighty three? That's why I brought him up. So, so I haven't watched. I haven't watched Yellowstone. Okay, so my wife and I just caught up, and I'll be honest with you, I don't get the hype. Oh, which one? Oh, Yellowstone. I think it's cool. I think I don't think it's the greatest show in the world. I think you just got a lot of people 
in their 40s and 50s who are so nostalgic for a a good western that they're like this is this is awesome you know what i mean yeah, I I, I haven't. I mean, I do thing. not see the obsession. I, I, I haven't seen it. I need to sit down and try to watch it now. Um, Mom and Dad came up and visited a month or so ago, and because they're big Yellowstone fans, and we watched the first couple episodes of uh, 1883 or 18, was it 1883? Yeah, yep. Uh, so we watched the first couple episodes of that. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Like I'm, which I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of period pieces in general. But like I, uh, I enjoyed that show. It seemed like it was, uh, it was pretty good. I, like I said, I only watched the first couple episodes of it, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I like 1883 better than the, the Yellowstone series. I don't think the Yellowstone series is bad. I mean, it's a no, soap opera. Bad, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a Western soap opera. That's all it is. It's like but, a, it's a, it's a. R-rated Dallas. Yeah. You, sir, don't ever put Dallas in the realm of any other television show. You watch your mouth. <laughs> what you do. Did I knock Dallas? All I did was say this is an R-rated Dallas. <laughs> you watch your mouth. Dallas is its own R-rated Dallas. That's what Addison said. So, so to bring it back full circle back to the Super Bowl. What's uh what are we thinking about the halftime show for the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I just don't uh who is it? I know Eminem, Dr. Dre, so that's good. But who else is it? I'm trying to think there's some other people too. Snoop Dogg, right? It can't just be one person, you know, it's gotta be six or seven people now. Snoop Dogg, wasn't it? it yeah. The Snoop Dogg. Yeah. See yes. there's more than yeah, it's gotta be uh and uh female a female yeah who's the they went surprised dr dre snoop dogg eminem mary j blige uh kendrick lamar kendrick lamar that was the other what what's mary j blige's i'm probably i'm sure we're offending people what is what are her top hits i'm sure there are plenty i know there are i just don't remember what they are Family you, Affair. That's the song? Be Without You. No More Drama. That sounds familiar. Or is that an album? That sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Why don't you look up All the right, lyrics? So here's the, here's the biggest hits, according to some site. Real Love. I'll Be There For You. You're All I Need To Get By with Method Man. Not going to cry. Family affair. Be without you. Okay. It's not really my genre, so I'm I sure can't. Out of one of those songs, we would probably recognize. Um, absolutely. I mean, I know the name. She's a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. But as yeah, no, I'm, that's, I'm excited to see Doctor. That's Dre a lot of. Be cool. Yeah, I mean, that's a big lineup. But I guess you got to man. You're back in LA. You got the West Coast guys. It's pretty cool. Speaking of uh, music, Clint, I know you're excited. Addison, I don't know if you heard the big news. Clint's favorite musical artist, uh, rapper T.I., has announced he's going to pursue a stand-up comedy career. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Clint, what's, what's, what's the take from the Tip Fam Club? What's, what are you guys, <laughs> what's the chatter in the chat rooms? What are everybody saying? 
Oh my goodness. Uh, isn't T.I. the one that just got out of prison? I don't think so. I don't, I'm pretty, I'm pretty I'm sure pretty that's sure. not true. I'm pretty sure he was. We're having to rely on Google for a lot of this stuff. <laughs> we we got to get that intern back from the old <laughs> show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Forgot about the, what was the intern's name? T.I., yeah. another underrated federal prison sentence in Arkansas. 2009 oh that was for the guns charges or something like that right oh what i mean he was in prison well you know well it's just a gun charge it's just a gun charge <laughs> it's just a gun charge ti is another underrated actor is he yeah he was oh, in, yeah uh, no, I, I agree i agree he was really what good was i thought in um the denzel washington film um american gangster oh that's right he was in that wasn't he yeah, he was like the nephew, the baseball playing nephew. That's right. And then he's been in a couple other things. But you know his best role, though? Being an Ant-Man. Okay, I do not remember that. He was an Ant-Man. He was one of the three other guys that always was with Scott Lang. Ugh. Do you not remember no. Ant-Man, the movie? No, I don't remember Ant-Man. The film? Time. I've never seen the movies, film dude, I can't keep up with what's what. With those movies anymore? The Mrs. Marvel or Captain Marvel? What's her name? Captain Marvel. Captain, sorry, Commander Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> Commander. Commander Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Commander Marvel and Ant Man. I think those are the two I haven't seen. Ant Man was good. That, that's you, Paul. What? Paul Rudd over here. Yeah, it's true. Clint, oh, aka right. Paul Rudd. What? Huh? Come you on, look Clint. like Paul Rudd. I look like Paul Rudd. Slap it a base, Clint. Then what Slap it a base. No, 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 Paul Rudd was just voted sexiest man alive. So I will take that. <laughs> I was talking about your impersonation. You're slapping a base impersonation. <laughs> we all know what Addison thinks of you now. <laughs> so, Clint, and obviously this is a podcast, so they won't be able to see, but that's the photograph. I can't see. What is it? I can't see this. What kind of phone is this? Flip phone? God, don't you hate on podcasts when people are like, this is the picture. And yeah. They, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly what Addison is doing at this point. I can't make anything else. We'll move on from that. <laughs> uh, yep. uh, so what do, what do you guys think about uh, T.I.'s foray into stand-up comedy? No, Clint? You're not a fan? <laughs> you you don't even you don't want to see it happen, huh? You you want Ti to stay, Ti to rubber band man, while does uh, Taliban? Sure. <laughs> Not in the right forty five. On the other hand, I hear you, Clint. It's tough when things change, but you gotta you gotta adapt. So I'm sure you know what tickets are probably cheaper to his comedy show than they are to the the musical tour. So that would be good. All right, I think that about does it for. The first episode of the Walk On Water Boys. And just so everyone knows, the name is Walk On Water Boys, not like Addison's wife thought it was the Walk On Water Boys, like we were some kind of Christian pop group or something. I don't I don't get where that, but anyway. Uh, thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. You can look on Twitter. Uh, Twitter updates by Clint for T.I.'s comedy tour. <laughs> you, are you going to stay on top of that, Clint? Yeah, I'll get Keep that out posted. as soon as I have that information. 
Also, uh, also Clint's Instagram for uh, Chinese yes. water uh, paintings. Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. How do you think it's going? Guys in here punching the slushy machine. <laughs>